Welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast. Where we feature conversations with entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and artists. Hello and welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast. I am your host, Francisco Gonzalez, and I want to welcome you and thank you for joining us here on episode 18. And I also want to thank you for liking the Facebook page, which I know you've already done at facebook.com forward slash agents of innovation podcast, or you've probably gotten there because you went to the, your Facebook search bar and typed in agents of innovation podcast. Uh, please share that page with your friends. Uh, when we um, post a new episode, we also put a new blog on there. And uh, if you could post the blog and share some of your thoughts with your friends, that will really help market this podcast even more. I'm on a, a very uh, low budget here and uh, just kind of trying to get out the word on a lot of different stories of entrepreneurs, philanthropists, and artists as best as possible. But really, I'd like to enlist you as my marketing department. I really appreciate you doing that. Also, if you're on Twitter, follow us at Agent Innovation, at Agent Innovation, and uh, like us on Facebook, tweet with us, follow us. Um, also, throw us a tweet, and we'll tweet back at you. really appreciate you listening. And um, again, go to my website, franciscogonzalez.us, and you'll once you're there, you'll see a, a link to the podcast uh, section, and that's where all the blogs are. So appreciate you listening. Appreciate you reading and, um, and tweeting and Facebooking with us and uh, really helping get the word out. Um, and make sure you subscribe and subscribe your friends on uh, their podcast app on either their iPhone or Stitcher on their Droid or other smartphone. Anyway, thanks so much, and let's get to another podcast. Okay, well, I want to welcome to the Agents of Innovation podcast, uh, my friend Smoot Carter. Smoot, how are you? I'm doing great, Francisco. How are you doing? Doing great. Um, Smoot, uh, gosh, it's probably been about 10 years or so now, maybe maybe even 11. We're dating ourselves uh, since uh, I've known you. And uh, when I first met you, you were a student at Louisiana State University, LSU. Go Tigers. Uh and then I know you moved on and you did some different uh, ventures, uh, including uh, heading off to Divinity School in Yale. And now you are in Dallas, Texas, although I know you're a native of, of the Commonwealth of Virginia, right? That's right. Yes. So you've been all over and uh, I know you've got a lot of experiences. And, you know, recently I was, um, I kind of, you know, follow you a little bit on Facebook and Twitter and things. And uh, I, I just see you're kind of blowing up as an entrepreneur uh, as you always had that entrepreneurial style, uh, when I first met you, uh, doing things at LSU. And, uh, so, uh, but you are now kind of at the center of pretty much three different companies, but tell me uh, a little bit about each one and how, um, you're kind of working together on some different projects. Absolutely. Um, Cisco, thanks for having me today. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I mean, Basically, we're focused uh, on uh, on-demand technology, kind of in the aftermath of Uber really taking off. Uh, I was at Yale Divinity School um, and taking business school classes. They had a 
faith and globalization course that Tony Blair founded and taught and really enjoyed that. But I went to a conference on tech and innovation at Harvard Business School and saw Travis Kalanick, the CEO of Uber Speak, went up afterwards, talked to him about about different applications for on-demand services, talked about beauty services. Uh, the week after, I bought a Prius. I started driving Uber. Uh, since then, I've driven almost probably 4,000 Uber rides at this point. Wait, you've um, given 4,000 Uber rides? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have. I have over, over what period of time? Uh, that was between 2012 and now, so I, I did it in Washington, D.C. when I was there. And, and all this in a Prius. Can anybody even fit in a Prius? Uh, yes, they can. In a, in a, it was a Pri- yeah, Pri- Prius V, which is a little bigger version, but yes. <laughs> okay. That's I mean, I drive a Camry, so I love the Toyota family of cars. Um, but uh, um, I actually also have been an Uber driver. Technically, I still am, but I uh, haven't done that in a while. I've only given... Oh gosh, I probably gave in thirty or forty rides tops. <laughs> yeah, I, I read about that. It sounds like you had a good time. It's very entertaining. When I was in Tallahassee, let's just put it that way. You take uh, you take your car out between about nine p.m. and two a.m. Um, mostly to uh, uh, picking picking up, um, let's just say, intoxicated college students and young professionals, and you can be well entertained without drinking yourself. Sure. <laughs> And it's safe and it helps them. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's safe and helps them. And I had actually had a couple of periods where I was taking a little time off uh, drinking myself. And uh, and I said, well, I could still go out and uh, make some money now. And um, yeah. uh, those surge prices during those times are, are excellent. Yeah. And do you feel like it made you more of an entrepreneur? Or you were able to go out and be your own uh, freelance entrepreneur making some extra money in your free time? How do you? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. It was cool because, you know, it, it definitely uh, – one thing I liked about Uber is it gives the uh, the driver, the entrepreneur, um, the flexibility to create your own hours. Um, sure. You know, and I that wasn't my full-time job. Um, and I – it's funny. As an Uber rider, the only reason I actually wanted to do the driving is I frequently use Uber and I always love getting into conversations with the actual driver. And um, they most of them actually, it's not their full-time job. They're kind of doing it on the side. Some are retired. It's just they find it kind of interesting and fun. So, yeah, so that's uh, what kind of sparked my interest in saying, let me see what it looks like on the other side and how easy or difficult it might be to do. And it, um, Uber, you know, the, the partner app makes it really easy, but you do have to, you know, have vehicle inspections and things like that, but uh, pretty simple. And anyway, so that's cool. So what you're doing now, um, you've seen Uber as a model and what in actually using it yourself as probably both the driver and – as a um, customer, I'm sure you've used it as a customer, and sure. uh, and now you are have created some of your own apps for other services ba- based on a model similar. Tell us about that. Yeah, so a, a friend of mine and Kyle Cook and I, he had a girlfriend that went to Dry Bar a lot at that time, and Dry Bar is a become a phenomenon in the hair and beauty world, and um, I, I had talked to Travis Kelly when I walked up to the stage. We talked about. It. Uh, beauty and the application there, and, and, and so basically, Kyle, uh, Kyle and I started blown away uh, in February 2014. Uh, he was at a company called Zocdoc uh, that that's kind of a uh, where you can it makes it easy to schedule a doctor's appointment. He he did not want to leave there, there so I, I I invested in this, brought it to Dallas because I had been going to Dallas a lot 
seeing some different friends there, and um, ended up we, we launched a company together. Uh, since then, I mean, it's, it's been two years for, for Blown Away specifically, but uh, we've raised $1.4 million. Uh, we are in Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, New York, D.C., and Vegas. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a progression on what we focus on, really focus on captive audiences. The area that we really, the app and website, you know, what it does is it connects a stylist, a freelance stylist with a client. Um, the area that we see, we've seen the most traction in is conventions and conferences. So, for example, on June 12th, this upcoming month, there's a group called Plexus. It's, it's having a 12,000 women conference. Uh, we've had a hundred. So what, what, when you say a 12,000 women conference, what is the conference about? Uh, that that conference, they're meeting about a, I guess, a product that they all sell. Think of Mary Kay. This is a similar uh, health brand that uh, it's a similar model uh, where they have you know tell their friends about it and that kind of thing. But it's it's a weight loss drink. But the the, the point is that uh, it's a big concentration of women. Uh, we've had 125 women book over three days, so they get $35 off. They're doing, they're booking hair and makeup combos at the MGM Grand, and we've uh, again yeah, we're doing like 50 women's hair and makeup in a three-hour period, um, and yeah, we you know we'll have about 50 stylists going to work over those three days there, and. So we're really focused on conferences nationally uh, over the next two years. I mean, what we want to do is so. So smooth. Let me ask you something. When you say these conferences, um, are those uh, conferences particularly uh, on health and beauty products, or or is it just something that you know there's going to be a lot of women at these conferences that want health and beauty services? It yeah, it could be any conference. Topic. It could be the Forbes Women's Summit. It could be okay. the Republican National Convention. It could be the Mary Kay Conference in Dallas for their, you know, uh, July thirty first, August third. Um, any any conference where there's a big concentration of or convention or concentration of women. Um, and, and why do they do this? Because they don't have to leave their hotel room. It's in a city where they don't live. They don't want to have to go look for a salon or figure out where a great stylist is. We've vetted all these stylists, and um, yeah, it just makes it easy for you to uh, get get ready for your gala or get ready for your day, and you don't have to leave your room. So, that's, that's so is this something um, that that seems like a great uh, like model for you know the woman on the road or the woman you know out of her uh, traditional uh, where she's not using her traditional stylist who she knows back at home or something like that. Or for a special event, like you mentioned, uh, is it? Can the is the app has it also been used just for women looking for someone down the street, maybe a new stylist? Yeah, I mean, we, we do blowouts and makeup. So blowout, blowout. This is no cut or color. It's just curls. That's what Drybar does. So yeah, just in your local community, you can use the Blown Away app. Um, you know, in, in Dallas, or we've done some in Florida, where you, where you are. Um, Miami, um, 
Yeah, if you want a woman just on a regular basis to come to your house, um, you know, we have a promo code right well, now. Well, be, be careful they, how you're promoting that, Smoot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, a lot of a lot of men might be listening to this wanting a woman to just come to their house. And the, and the, the title of your product, is, the website is getblownaway.com. So I just want to make sure people are, are – this is about hairstyling, not about other things. <laughs> right. You know, we got to be careful. So yes. now it, it's just uh, – yeah, blownawayapp.com. Getblownaway.co is our that's the getblownaway.co. Okay, that's yeah. our blo- booking site. And then you've got an app called Blown Away. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so that it's really uh, you know just for women who want to get ready on the weekend or get ready for their day. We can. It doesn't have to be regarding a conference, but that's just that's for the company. That's where we've seen the most the kind of exponential growth because. You know, we'll have 50 women book in Dallas or 100 women book in Dallas in a week, but we'll have 150 women book in two days for these conferences. So it's just that's how we drive revenue growth as a company. And tell me about your other uh, – the other two kind of companies that you're, you're, uh, uh, you've kind of sure. founded here. So uh, the senior salons concept is an application of Blown Away, but it, it actually has a name called Crafted Style, um, which is what the company the family came up with and invested. But So there's a family, Will and Jim Stroud, they founded Capital Senior Living in 1980 and took it public in 1994. They have 116 units nationally. The Strouds invested in Blown Away, and we – with the intention of applying it, you know, where a family could apply our technology for their parents, their senior parents and senior living centers. Cause and basically this makes it easy for the family to book for their parents in the salon that's in a center. And, um, you know, they'll try and get 80, say 80 occupants to get on the system your, you know, and your your daughter can book your hair and nails or perm set each week, and uh, they're on a recurring monthly, uh, you know, model, and you pay ninety nine bucks, and you can have three services or something like that. So that, that's kind of how it works. So uh, we've taken that model and applied it to senior senior living. Uh, you know, companies. So, uh, and we hope it expands. We know it will. Uh, Jim Strauss kind of pioneer of assisted living and that space. So, um, that's a, that's another one of the companies. And then you're also, this isn't enough for you, Smoo. You had to go and get into the restaurant business too. Uh, I know you've got a technology, uh, a company here called restaurant growth technologies that you've yeah. co-founded. Uh, tell me about that one. So, when I was at Yale, over a two-year period, I worked for the co-founder of Outback Steakhouse, Tim Gannon, who lives in Tampa. You might want to connect with him. But, uh, some of his friends called me last summer and said, we know you've done Blown Away. Can you create a branded restaurant app for some of our concepts? So uh, what they wanted was for a you know, delivery team and, uh, you know, both an app, a website and a delivery team to be made specifically, uh, for their brand. So we started with a new Orleans concept and an Orlando concept. 
early stage restaurant concepts, but you know, we hope to expand to. Yeah, tell me about the Orlando one because I just moved to Orlando two months ago, and I, uh, sure. I know you were telling me a little bit about um, what is it, a burger joint? Yeah, so Burger U is on the campus of University of Central Florida. We've built both their uh, their delivery app and their their delivery website. So basically, you can order any of their menu items, and a runner at any time they're open will deliver a burger to you on campus it's primarily for the students on campus but um you know i I think there's a there's a radius i I think five miles around there so yeah you can i'm just outside that radius but i will uh (laughs) unfortunately i will hope that they will expand about 10 miles maybe eight miles somewhere in there i'm 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 close uh okay but uh but anyway um no that that would be uh that sounds like a cool concept and you know We've seen other uh, entrepreneurs in the past, um, not trying to make any comparisons here, but sure. you know, Mark Zuckerberg, if, if Facebook started primarily on college campuses first uh, to get the young people involved in something cool hip um, like Facebook, and that just took off and expanded beyond that. So I could see um, where you know, you're kind of having some test markets, that's what it sounds like, and, and seeing uh, if this will uh, kind of take off. Is, uh, is that what you're doing here? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really trying to test the technology, you know, in some smaller settings and see, you know, try to call this product market fit. So you make a, make a product and then there's a, there's a market for it. We're, we, we've decided, I think, that um, in, instead of, so we, we met with some larger chains, we met with Pi5, we met with Genghis Grill, um, Groups like that, and you know they need POS integration. Um, but you know we're we're doing that, and, and we're we're probably going to focus more on college campus multi an aggregator app for that rather than doing it for uh, just a single brand. Or we're also going to you know sell these offerings to. Like a smaller 13-unit pizza chain that doesn't have a delivery app, you know, we can rather than spending a hundred thousand on your own app and taking a, you know six months or twelve months to do it, we can get it ready for you in four weeks at you know for ten thousand dollars rather than you know, so it's a fraction of the cost, and and we also can build a delivery team for you. Um, so that, that's the concept there. Um, you know, we're, we're figuring out what what works, and it's a it's an application of what we built in the beginning. So, well, that's really cool. I see. You know, leveraging technology to deliver help deliver services. Um, one, it, it's a it's a great business model for you, but it it also seems like you're also providing a service for other small businesses or whether or other entrepreneurs. Much like the Uber app is is sort of a service for the Uber driver, but also for the Uber customer. Um, and so uh, tell me, uh, are there any examples? Uh, I mean, obviously you have uh, this particular business, but um, what, what was it that really got you thinking about this idea? Was it simply Uber or, or anything else that kind of fit into your thought process? Uh, I think, okay, just from an investment perspective, uh, Uber probably in the history of technology was – one of the top two, top top two highest performing, you know, t- I guess, tech investments ever ever made is AOL and Uber. So Uber's 
over 2,000 times the initial investments, like 50,000 turned into 40 million plus. So, I mean, I was like, you know, if we could do something that was even one one hundredth of that, that would be great for our investors. More importantly, I mean, I, I just like making people, I think, I think instant gratification is big for my generation. Um, I think, yeah, making people happy, um, like in the, the senior care, senior services application, I mean, we're doing well by doing good. Um, you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're making, you know, these seniors in the senior living centers, that they're, they're, the, the moments each week when they get their hair and nails done, that, that, that makes them happier. Um, those moments of joy, that, you know, that makes us feel good our investors feel good. You know, what made me want to, want to do this? I, I just really liked being an Uber driver. And, uh, but I, I didn't want to be one of the thousands I wanted to be who, who was do you know, using the technology. I actually wanted to be an entrepreneur like a, I was inspired by Travis Kalanick actually, you know, pretty much. I mean, in a big way. I think he's amazing. Um, and who was that? Uh, he's a, he's the CEO of Uber okay. currently and the co-founder of it with Garrett Camp and we've emailed some since but not much but um, definitely an inspiring guy and I, I know there's a lot of uh, criticism of you know Uber for X and using the Uber model for certain areas like valeting on demand or you know, lawn care on demand and stuff like that hasn't been as successful. So we, we really try and pick and choose what we invest in, like areas that we think this could apply. Um, you know, and we're exploring new arenas like uh, for CrossFit gyms, you know, where you can have a masseuse come in and because like, people get really sore, uh, and so I, I don't know. That, uh, that's a long-winded answer. No, no, great. Um, and you know, I really like that concept that you you uh, had at the beginning of that thought there about uh, doing well by doing good. Because I think a lot of people do forget. I mean, um, you're a you know business person. You're 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 out there uh, an entrepreneur uh, creating these technologies that are connecting um, other business owners with. Uh, Customers, or you could even say uh, services with people who need a service. Um, and, you know, like Uber, I mean, this is, again, we go back to this example, but they've done something here. Uh, now, I know the taxi cabs and the taxi cab unions aren't exactly excited about it, but, you know, every time a new competitor comes on the market, you know, you're not really excited that you're, you've got competition now. Um, but that's what kind of drives the economy, and it, it's what innovates. You know, it, it's what takes us from one model to the next model. And the the fact that I can right now pick up my phone, uh, I don't have to, you know, uh, I can see how far away a, a, a car is uh, to pick me up. I can see who the driver is. I can see what their rating is. And by the way, instantaneously, I, I push a button and th- that app alerts the closest driver to come pick me up at this location. And it tells me exactly when they're going to get here. And it's Incredible. I mean, now that I'm in Orlando, there's a million. I mean, there's not a million, but there's a lot of Uber and Lyft. There's also Lyft, which competes with Uber. Yeah. And um, I get around 
Uh, I've actually taken it quite a bit just in the last two months just because it's easier, quicker. If I'm going out uh, for a drink, I don't need to, to worry about uh, a DUI or anything like that. And uh, it's, it's really just made life uh, a lot easier and simpler. And it sounds like that's what's kind of you're doing with these other apps. And so whether it's senior living facilities, healthcare, beauty services, or providing food, um, it's, it, you're making life easier, uh, more convenient for people. And perhaps in some ways, even providing more transparency. Um, and so, uh, I think it's kind of we're at an interesting time uh, with technology and services. Um, do you have uh, any uh, kind of just further comments on the this new model of how people are receiving services today uh, with the leveraging of technology? Yeah, I think there's a lot of magic that you experience when you hit that button on your Uber app or on on these apps, but there's a lot that goes into it. There's, there's two, two sides to the, the company. There's operations and there's engineering and we try to be really strong in both areas. And just from a consumer perspective, it's, it, these are two sided marketplaces. So you're connecting the stylist with the client or the driver with the client or the senior, senior with their stylist in their salon or, um, but, yeah, I think I mean, the the, the fu- future of it. I mean, you, you you like this magic. There was an app called Magic that was popular la- last year that received a lot of funding in, in Silicon Valley, and you could kind of get anything you want just by texting um, them and asking for anything. Um, and it's it's delivered. And um, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I just think. You know, this this creates jobs or opportunities for contractors, and obviously there's a lot of litigation with Uber around uh, 1099 contractors. But there's a there's a future of how those laws will change, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. Our developers are in San Francisco, super excited about it, and uh, we'll, we'll keep uh, innovating and antiquated industries so yeah i think that's right i mean uh everything's got to move forward and um uh, it's cool that you know um again this is called the agents of innovation podcast and i mean you we are here talking to you an innovator out there um in all these different industries um and uh very great cool to get your perspective and i know you're a busy guy Uh um and uh glad to have you on and um Anyway, uh, Smoot, uh, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna look forward to seeing you and your team here in Orlando uh, at this burger. Uh, uh, what is the name of the place again? Burger U. So, for example, the uh, the website for Burger U in Orlando, burgeru4u.com. <laughs> is that with the number four? Oh, F O R. F O R. So, so burgeru4u.com. Yeah, and I'll, so for uh, folks listening in, in the Orlando area, specifically within five miles of UCF, <laughs> uh, yeah. BurgerU4U.com. I'm going to have to check that out. Absolutely. Do they have an app? They do, yeah. Just a BurgerU app you can download and and uh, order any of their burgers and uh, <laughs> uh, fries and menu items. It's pretty great. And, and those guys, what we're excited about with that, those guys acquired Tijuana Flats, which you might have gone to. Oh, yeah, I, I go but, there quite a bit. So that's the next. Don't tell we, my friends at Chipotle. Okay. Well, the, yeah, the Burger you guys, we built that app, and we, we hope to work with their Tijuana Flats concept soon. So that's the next step. 
Well, great. Well, thank you, Smoot, for uh, being on with us. And um, for those that want to learn more about uh, you, I know you've got – or well, how can we follow you, Smoot? Uh, yeah, just uh, follow me on LinkedIn or, uh, you know, uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions, smoot at blownawayapp.com, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk today. And that's Smoot, S-M-O-O-T, Smoot Carter, so smoot at blownawayapp.co. Dot com, yeah. Dot com. Oh, smooth at blownawayapp.com. Okay, well, thanks, Smooth, for being on with us, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing uh, your next steps. Thank you, Okay. Okay, thanks. Have a good day. Don't you know we're in this together And you better never walk out